All right, guys, we're back, and with a big episode of the Nordies podcast, we talk Game of Thrones, Jon Snow sequel series, a possible Joker musical, a real-life squid game, and Kenobi finally catches its stride. Well, at least kind of. Here we go. Here we go, Nordy's Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How's it going, guys? Uh, doing well. I'm glad to have you both back uh, safe and sound uh, on the mainland. Yeah, happy to be potting. It feels like two weeks is like an eternity. Back like we never left, Nordy's Podcast. Right, well, that we'll and the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the you know, movie and TV business gods decided, hey, uh, one of the hottest podcasts in all of Minnesota just released all their content, so we're going to drop all ours, so they have to mm-hmm. wait two weeks to talk about it. So, yeah, we have a full slate. Let's go. Lots to talk about, but before we do that, we need all of you guys to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordeast Podcast. Also, subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcasts from. And get the Nordeast Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. That's beautiful. Thank you. All right, guys, what are we drinking tonight? All right, I'm over at Fair State. This is one of our favorite beers. Um, they dropped this at one of their beer fests. Remember this? We were all there together. Mixed culture. Yep. Mixed culture. This is their Serious Leisure Guava Beer. It's like a nice fruited sour, but not like one of those really heavy, dense ones. It's like easy drinking. 5%. Absolutely delicious. One of my favorite beers. They made and, it so uh, good, they made it into a slushy. Yeah, they did, which is fun. This one is right out of a liquor store, so it is not a slushy. It's just in a you know sixteen ounce can, but just a badass beer. Also, uh, I'm also at Fair State, but let's not forget uh, we got featured in the <laughs> monthly, weekly newsletter That's since great. we're so all so good looking and decked <laughs> out in our Saturday best for the mixed culture event. Incredibly, yeah. Good. I didn't remember resigning a release for that photo, but I looked good, so I had no problem. Yeah, same. Um, yeah, so I'm also at Fair State drinking uh, Corporate Sellout Move, their latest hazy IPA, in collaboration with a brewery called Cloudburst out of Seattle. Uh, funnily enough, uh, the wife and I have been to Cloudburst uh, Brewing. It was like a five-minute walk from the Airbnb we were staying in. Um, didn't know anything about it. We just Googled, you know, breweries near me, and that was the closest one, and they had really good beer. I, I honestly, I don't really remember anything that, that it's stood honestly, out. It's time. amazing you even remember that you that was the one. Yeah, well, the breweries in in like the state of washington that we went to uh like the stuff that we had all kind of sucked except for cloudburst was one of the ones it's like uh you have oregon that has all these really great beers and seattle Mm -hmm. or like washington really didn't have that much that was like local so that's why it kind of stood out more than more than others so anyway um this beer is uh really good hazy ipa beautiful i'm drinking the same thing it's great yeah is yours kind of dank Eric? Yeah, it is. It's delicious. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, I wanted to make sure mine wasn't, like, gone bad, so I'm glad yours is a little dank, too. <laughs> All right. All right, Um, here we go. Time for Do We Care. There's only one place to start. Game of Thrones Jon Snow prequel series on HBO Max starring Kit Harington is in the works. Boom! Aren't as excited as it gets me. This Boo. is huge. What, are, Ryan, what are you doing? Ryan hates everything that doesn't have dairy in it. No. <laughs> we need this. This is going to be awesome. I think like Star Wars, we need to move on. They are. They're doing that as well. They need to fix things. I think like Star Wars, they're just trying to give us more Game of Thrones content that I'm here for it. Okay, so you're saying that Bran is still in power and then they're going to... They're going to... We don't know. He's who, knows? who cares? Back here's, nice here's, watch. Okay. here's what I think they should do. The, the, the show will start. It's going to be pretty small right away. It's going to be John, his wildlings. Maybe he's got 
some other redhead gal. He's he's poking. He's having a great time up in there. Okay, and then he hears that his brother has accidentally the brakes failed on his his uh, <laughs> his maester sucked. Okay, his mace bad maester gave him a bad um, you know wheelchair. It rolled off a cliff. The brakes failed in quotes. The right, brakes failed. Maybe there's right. a little mystery there. Like the first yeah. one started right, so he's dead. Nobody cares. That's great news. <laughs> and then a war starts for the throne. It gets up past the wall. He gets looped in. People are calling for him to be king in the north. Some shit like that. Maybe not exactly the same, but something needs to happen to get it kicked off. Wait. So Bran gets super injured in the first. No, season, he's dead. He's dead. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, right. so it's not exactly the same. But, but, <laughs> God, soft I mean, reboot. Soft reboot. <laughs> they can fix all the shit they fucked up. I, I think this is good. I with think new showrunners. I think that it is John having to go far north of the wall, much further than we've gone before for whatever reason. And there's some kind of um, kingdoms in the north that we had no idea about. And there's some kind of weird terror that they're having to deal with. And maybe it's the giant spiders or, you know, whatever it may be. And we get like all of these new places and there's some crossovers every once in a while, but it's mostly a new adventure for Jon Snow in mm-hmm. a different part of the map. That's what I want. Interest- and interestingly enough, a different part of the map, that's a great way to put it. Like you're playing, you know, Elden Ring or something, you know what I mean? And anyway, yeah. Um, I think uh, I, I was booing it in jest, but I think, I think it's going to be decent. And this actually may be an opportunity for, um, you know, maybe some of the characters that got cut in the original Game of Thrones to maybe make, you know, some sort of an appearance. Um, I, I, assuming they're still alive. I don't know. They just um, ran out of time, right? I mean, like there was yeah. so many like Jack and Hagar and like um, the Red Priestess. And I mean, I'm giving maybe bad examples of characters they didn't give a good ending to, but there were so many. They just didn't, have, they, they rushed everything. I want, I want John, Gendry, and Jorah to go Gendry. on an adventure to the extreme. Jorah world. is dead. Yes. Jorah died. He was one of the few important characters, decently important characters that died at the attack. He, was, on the- he saved uh, Danny. Yeah. All right. Gendry and, and, uh, John, Tormund? Sure, Tormund. If he's oh, hell yes. Tormund will 100% be in just it. rides to the extreme north. And maybe there's a mysterious thawing that's going on. And like these weird global environmental warming. things are happening. And <laughs> he has to like, yeah, global warming. And then he gets there and then it's like multiple kingdoms that are in kind of turmoil up there. And he's got to kind of like figure out who he can trust. And there's mysteries with all the different kingdoms. And he doesn't really know who's good and who's not. Um, but it's like a Game of Thrones. <laughs> what do you think the title is going to be? Um, Game of Thrones, but cold. Game of Thrones, <laughs> colon, when hell freezes over. Game of Thrones, snow patrol. <laughs> okay, we'll workshop the title in the writer's room. That's next episode. Well, I can't wait. I think this is great news. They, I mean, if it sucks, then Game of Thrones is just in trouble. And that's fine. But they got to take the shot. They got to shoot the shot. Okay. Well, it's, not, really, it's not like uh, it's not, Kit Harrington's not exactly like uh, bringing the MCU to its knees with his portrayals either. So right. uh, they could probably use each other a little bit at this point. He's he signed up immediately. He's ready. Does that make you nervous that like maybe House of the Dragon's not going to be very good? And so they're like, okay, we got to have something coming. No, right I think, this, I think that's going to be a hit, and they're ready. I think to, they're okay, watching. Like, 
I think this is just a thing now. It's just like having a universe where you could put out all different mediums, cartoons, video games, multiple shows at the same time in multiple timelines, you know, Mm -hmm. like, like whatever they can do to just keep churning out product. And like, what yeah, they're bring, bring back old characters, create new ones. Yeah, everyone comes together. We'll cross the streams, no problem. Yeah, Egret's like, twin sister shows up. She's yeah, like, Egret. Everybody loves. Everybody loves when like there's a bunch of storylines and they all kind of piece together, but we haven't seen everything. And then you get to see 15 years from now some of those in between pieces that connect them. That's when people are like, "Wow, this is so." And that's like right. the only times that Obi Wan has felt really good is when they've been able to actually do that. And so I do think that they know that Game of Thrones is their cash cow, and we are going to get Game of Thrones cartoons, video games, series, movies, whatever they can make. The The writers, we can move on here, but the writers 100% Google search, biggest open mysteries left from Game of Thrones. And then they're like, let's pick three and answer those questions. Yeah. Can't wait. I want those answers. Yeah, I mean, just just dive into the Reddit archives from, you know, four years ago. Dude, Reddit, you got they're going to just content. let Reddit write it. They're going to pick out the best shit for the Redditors came up with. It'll be great. All right, guys. How about this one? Uh, Lady Gaga is in talks to be Harley Quinn in Joker 2, which may also be a musical. Um, Lady Gaga's amazing casting. I wish I had thought of it, especially for this, like a little darker universe where she doesn't have to be like as beautiful and, you know, as like funny and and poppy. Like she can just be like dark and weird, which Lady Gaga kind of is. I think it's great. The only thing that concerns me is like, if it's like truly a musical where we're suspending disbelief for a scene, that's weird. I mean, if she just like sings and people are, you know, like she's like a stage actress. And so there's a lot of musical numbers. That's cool. Um, I don't know. I just don't really like have a big hankering for more of this Joker universe, but cool. Do something totally different again. That's good. Um, so let's just, I'll, I'll compare it to the most recent episode of the boys, which they promoted the hell out of this. So this isn't spoiling anything. People haven't seen it. There is a musical number in the boys episode. Okay. I was worried it was going to be lengthy. It's not, it's like okay. one scene and it's, yeah. uh, four minutes yeah and it probably is pretty lame it's a musical number in the middle of a show about like blowing up other people in this fit you know what i mean it's yeah kind of doesn't fit but if the joker is truly going to be like a musical musical i'm interested in lady gaga but like two things one why i don't understand and the other and second is can we just let the joker be himself do we have to have Harley Quinn every single time now? Is that mm-hmm. is that like part of the deal? I, I don't think that it, I'm kind of sick of that combo. Yeah, um, dude. But if in general, if they didn't put Harley Quinn in everything, then what would incels jerk off? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> now they got another one, Lady Gaga. So now you got Margot Robbie, Lady Gaga. I'm sure there's others. The cartoon. Mm-hmm. Oh, they love the cartoon. Yeah. Um, I don't care about this at all. Oh. I I I, I thought the that Joker was think good. I'm not right. even confident when I tell you that I think it was good. Probably right. know it was trash. I was captivated. It was kind of icky overall. It was it was very icky. That's a very apt yeah. word. And so I don't think we really It fits but... in the lineup with um Requiem for a Dream, uh, Spun and Kids. Throw the yeah. Joker in there for rewatchability baby. Can't wait to put those movies on every night. All right, well, here's one you will want to put on. Guy Ritchie is directing a live-action Hercules. What is happening with him? You know how bad this movie is going to suck. <laughs> Eric, this is... See, they're, I'm telling you, this is, they're baby-stepping. We got Pinocchio. Right. Now we got live-action action Hercules. We're going to get there. 
your dream is going to come true in the next the, 10 years. The to- live action Toy Story. It will. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, this is like, I mean, Guy Ritchie, dude. What happened? He's I mean, like, hey, who fell off harder? M. Night Shyamalan or Guy Ritchie? Oof. But see, you're, ta- you're talking to Eric's heritage, though. So yeah. that's... I mean, they uh, both have well, just guess... absolutely classics, like great, like top 100 movies. And then they both have just garbage, garbage. Bottom 100. Michael Bay, throw him in the mix, too. But yeah. yeah um no, don't care. Okay, don't uh, care. you care about this. Wonder Man is coming to Disney+. Plus. It's a new series. Um, the only thing that makes it seem like maybe it could be good is it's going to be done by the Shang-Chi director. That's good. Yeah, that's the only thing, isn't it? Yes. I just feel like whichever actor that we've probably heard of could be an unknown signs on to this is just getting... They're just doing him a disservice by introducing a character in a lower budget he's just not gonna look that cool man he's just not gonna look that cool because we've seen what the the disney plus shows look like and they look i'm sorry but they look more like tv than they do like movies and that's that's been a problem so um don't care unfortunately they're gonna have to really sell me on a super dope trailer then i watch it'll be like yeah those were the cool parts weren't they also who's wonder man i have no idea who wonder man is never even heard of him so therefore i don't care yeah Right, exactly. He's C C list, which I get. They're gonna they don't have any more uh, you know, Iron Man's, but okay. Okay, I'm gonna try to give you more um superhero stuff and you can tell me if you okay. care about any of it. Chris Evans is considering a return to the MCU. He would like to return to the MCU as the human torque. You can't do that. Is that uh Sorry. the Fantastic Four? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's Johnny he Blaze. He's, plus, he's too old, too old for that role. I so think that's he already played that role. Yeah, he did. He did in the. He was Johnny Blaze in like the movies with like Jessica Alba. Oh God. And so, who cares? No, that's a bad idea. They won't do that with him. Well, what about Venom Three? It's being written as we. Um. No, I don't care. It's gonna be bad. But I did hear that. Um. Tom, what's his nuts? Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy was like teased it like last dance with this character. So I think he's done. Which. It's going to be so forgettable. When we look back in, in 15 years on the density of, of superhero movies, we're not even going to remember the Venom movies. So it's no. just and did you it. Did you watch the second one? No. Have you seen this? Yeah, I haven't either. And no, you watch I, everything. I, well, I'm not going to pay for it. Is it free somewhere? Yeah. Oh, it might be. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's going to have to be very much free, like $0. <laughs> And then Very I will free. watch it 100%. Maybe even a refund credited to my account. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're going to keep it rolling in the world of superheroes. Uh, you said we were talking about the boys earlier. They got renewed for a season four. Definitely- Hell yes. Not a surprise, but great news. No. We love it. And the show is peak. The show is absolutely peaking right now. Sick. All right, someone who's not peaking, Ezra Miller. He's out mm. of the, the universe. They will release his Flash movie. And there are, is some talk that he may have kidnapped someone as well. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Dude. I don't know if it's so funny. has fallen off this hard. Like this is absolutely crazy. Like we have seen some bad things happen to people with fame, but this is like he's an absolute like menace and terror to any city he goes. Well this well, this seems like someone who Hawaiian cities. Like yeah. he won't leave the islands. He literally he, he flies out to go film these movies and he guess what? He's right back on the Hawaiian Islands, ready to fucking kidnap people and get in bar fights with women. He's out of control. He seems like someone who has been diagnosed with some sort of chemical imbalance in their mm-hmm. in their physiological nature. I'm, I'm assuming right. this from nothing. I have a yes. no psych. But seems like someone who 
should be on medicine or should not be drinking because of the medicine they're taking. Like there's Mm -hmm. some sort of confluence of events that's continually causing this type of erratic, non-normal behavior. And he is being enabled by everyone. No one's, you know, saying no to him, that kind of thing. And he's in big trouble. And maybe getting cut from the DCU might be... Uh, rock bottom for him. I don't know. All I know is I hope he gets help. I, I hope he didn't kidnap somebody, and that's just a dirty rumor. Uh, okay. But yes, I, all this being said, all this being said, we've established his pattern of behavior, his chemical imbalances. Um, we're all together on the Big Island. We're in Kona. We're at like a small dive bar. The three of us, okay? Yeah, we're having yeah. some shots. We're having a good time. And all of a sudden, Ezra Miller walks in, and he's like, "Yo, dudes, let's do some shots." We get super fucking hype and party all night until Absolutely. something bad happens. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I <laughs> have my the fuck out of him. Yeah, I have my here. phone in my hand the entire time. Oh my I'm god, we're live streaming home. it. We're taking yeah. shots with him. We're like, I'm, "When when's he gonna I'm, lose it?" I'm like, "Dude, that woman over there just gave you a dirty look." <laughs> Eric, the instigator. Eric wow. eviscerates Ezra. Um, I think it Hype would be hilarious ever. if, because then we could just be like, dude, we were here the whole time, and he came in and started buying us shots. We didn't, right. had no idea who he was. Never heard Meanwhile, of the guy. Eric's been live streaming the entire time, so yeah. that's all. <laughs> He's all right, got so poke, poke only... coming out the side of his mouth and his beard. <laughs> the only thing that's more unhinged right now than Ezra Miller is elephants around the world. Mm, yeah. Have you guys been hearing about the crazy things that have been happening with elephants? Well, if you haven't it's, heard it's yet. like a Shyamalan movie almost. Like It's, it's like the, the happening but for elephants. Of all time. This elephant trampled a 70-year-old woman to death in India. And Horrible then, tragedy. Probably happens every few months, whatever. Nothing you don't write home about. <laughs> then they're at her funeral. A 70-year-old woman. And who comes over the cor- around the corner? The same the elephant. elephant. He shows up at the funeral <laughs> to desecrate her corpse and stop <laughs> her dead body. Funnily enough, the, the elephant's name was Ezra. <laughs> oh my God. The thing that I think is the funniest thing is literally all of this story. It's the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. And now the internet is going crazy with people showing asshole elephant videos of elephants <laughs> just walking up to people and just fucking them up. Just like them hitting them with their trunk very hard. Just trunk, throwing poop at people, doing hilarious things. And you know what? Elephants rock. I'm letting them get away with the bad deal. Oh, they're fantastic. Yeah. So let's move on past elephants, past Ezra Miller. Uh, Jason Schwartzman is going to play the spot in Across the Spider-Verse, the newest um, Spider-Verse movie. It's some kind of weird villain that I've never heard of. Yeah, I haven't heard of him either, but he looks cool. They released one image where, like, Miles is, like, kicking him, but it kicks into, like, a black hole in him, and then his, like, foot is coming out a different, like, he, he, it seems kind of, whatever the villain is or his powers are, Seems perfect for this kind of like fucky, you know, multi-dimensional stuff, like super trippy. Um, it so looks cool. Played, yeah, Jason Schwartzman is just a great voice actor. If you ever played Portal or Portal Two, most notably, yeah. that's kind of what it is. Where you like you punch through one hole and it comes out the other one back back right against your face. Uh, Which is like perfect Portal. because the amount of fun that like the writers and the animators will have with that Portal technology is going to be like endless surprises and fun and like, holy shit, cool moments. So I love it. Never heard of him. And I'm still hyped. It could really only be done well animated. I think if you tried to do that with live action, it would kind of look silly or it might look stupid. 
Yeah, love it. All right, guys. And then uh, Black Adam trailer dropped with The Rock. I am as excited about this movie as I am about all rocks. Not excited. Ooh. I thought it looked a little better than that. I mean, he's definitely playing The Rock, not Black Adam. Like, it, there, yeah. there's <laughs> there's definitely a difference. Yeah. He's not, he's not creating a new character. He's playing, like, Rocky Maivia from the WWE as a superhero, essentially. That's the way I took it. Um, yeah, I don't know. The trailer didn't look horrible. It looks like he's... At least from this trailer, he's, like, incredibly OP. He just, like, nothing can touch him. The trailer is fill, filled with the army and and other superheroes throwing everything they got at him and him being so cool that he doesn't even flinch and he can never be hurt. So, you know, I'm guessing something in this movie has to make him a little bit concerned at some point, I'd hope, or you don't have much of a movie. Um, yeah, I don't care. Maybe it's good. You never know. Aquaman was pretty fun. You never know. They have, I have. We have no reason to have any hopes for this movie. It's yeah. The Rock plus DC. I mean, they don't have great track record. Is this, I mean, yeah, but what if it goes Top Gun on us and we got to like swallow our pride and go to the goddamn I theater? That. I wish that had never <laughs> happened with Top Guns. We were on such a, like a fucking run, you know? We had it. Yeah, we had it nailed. And then that thing yeah. threw a huge wrench in our gears. Yeah. All right. Keeping it superhero, Taika said that Christian Bale's gore tested higher than any MC villain ever. Really? Yeah. And that's and that's some high praise over Brolin's uh, Thanos. Mm-hmm. Damn, I so we should be hyped? It's going to be so cool because it's going to be such contrasting worlds. The rainbow, colorful, funny, sparkly um, world of Thor meets mm-hmm. this black and white Christian Bale, like, kind of copying Voldemort. Yeah, I can see that. Chances that. that when he dies, he turns into like papery stuff and and floats away. Actually, they can't do that. They already did that with the snap. I need him to get like his head cut off. Like yeah, or like I think that like that once in a while that they need to they get kind of the best too. They did that with Thanos, so maybe they won't do that either. Um, how about like like his hammer just um pounds the dude's face, like caves his face. I would like that, or just collapses his whole chest. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> Or now he wins. Not, Maybe he wins and all not, the good guys die. I don't know. We shouldn't go. Now you're talking about that. the boys, Jimbo. They already did that on the boys a couple times. Yeah, they have. They have. Um, no, I'm excited. And I've also heard Taika say, like, dude, this is a romantic comedy. So just be prepared for that, which great. You know, it's good. <laughs> dude, the, the emphasis is on brain. comedy. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be funny. And that's what's exciting about it. Okay. Um, speaking of Taika, he is not planning to use any of the known characters in the Star Wars universe for his set of movies. Yeah, slow clap, Ryan. They, Good. I'm really excited about that. Um, I'm hoping that they lean into the mythology of Star Wars, but they and the weapons of Star Wars, but it's new look people and new look politics and new conflict and like a totally different story at a totally different time period that's not near any of these characters so far gone that we that at most they're a legend do you need jedi in the show i mean i need lightsabers that's an absolute fact i don't want it to be star trek right right okay i mean Um, are you guys ready because lightsabers are fucking and like anytime a lightsaber gets turned on except in the prequels i'm so excited they're right and they're they're synonymous with one another you can't you can't have star wars without lights okay um, are you guys ready? This is going to be the greatest Star Wars movie of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Why go. wouldn't it be? Dude, gotta try to we reboot. We got Taika. It's gonna be funny. It's gonna be it's gonna be the greatest Star Wars movie ever. If only and you could say I that couldn't thing. be more excited. Uh no, I love it. I I am on board with that one. One hundred percent. All right. I love the I love the Taika take. Um, but outside of that, do you remember when Logan came about? 
with the X-Men and we were like, they're doing something totally different. How long before you think Star Wars will get a Logan-like movie that's mm-hmm. like adults only, hard R, lots of gore and blood? Is it never or is it like yeah, 10 plus well, years? It's, one is owned, one was at the time owned by Fox. This is owned by Disney. I don't know. I just think, I think in our lifetime, yeah, like in the next 20 years, yes. What happens first? The Vikings win a Super Bowl or we get a R-rated Disney Star Wars movie? Ooh, I like this. Um, I put the R-rated. money in the Star Wars movie. Yeah, R-rated Star Wars. We're just going to get like <laughs> Damn it. at some Come point. Come on, so. guys. I know. I know. You never know. Stay tuned for the sports right. cast. Sorry we'll have for for... something that doesn't have a problem with violence. Duke Nukem film in the works. <laughs> oh, God. Channing Tatum could really do this justice. I wonder who they're going to cast. Who cares? Jesus, why do oh, I even care? Duke Nukem. Man, I remember playing Duke Nukem games back in the day when I was much too young to be playing them. And I always found yeah. my way into the strip. Yeah, all 16 of those pixels were well seen by Eric. <laughs> we're hard at work for me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, also, uh, your mind would fill in the gaps if you had ever seen a boob before. <laughs> yeah. But you hadn't. So that was your <laughs> that was everything you knew about them. All right. Um, Top Gun Maverick is Tom Cruise's highest grossing film. It's approaching 900 million. God. Bonker. And we haven't seen it yet, right? Nobody? I'm no, going this week. Just, I think maybe I'll see oh, it. Are you, week. Ryan? Eric, are you going to try to go? Yeah, I might go this week. I can just go to like noon movies now. Free time, wow. Eric. Free time, Eric. Free time. Oh. Hey, if anyone wants to ever just go get a mo- catch a movie with me at like eleven in the morning on a weekday, there's no better time to go. There's like, are you speaking people. to me or like literally anyone that could be listening right now? Both. Oh, get a little date with Both. Eric. Get a little anyone. date. I'll consider it. It's exciting. DM us and I'll set you guys up. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't seem frozen. I'm not frozen. Can you hear oh, me? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna. Where, you looked frozen first. What the fuck? Are you frozen, Eric? No, I'm not frozen. All right. Remember the 29 minute mark, Ryan. You were gonna have to edit it. Sorry, buddy. No worries. It's all good. I just you're had Ryan, one day with Eric, and it was just like quiet as Ryan, fuck. I don't know. I'm sure mine did the same thing, but yours had like a red exclamation point. Mm. So, uh, Jim. Anyway, Jimbo and I were moving just fine. You were the only one that looked frozen. Okay. Whatever. 29 minute mark. You'll get it cleaned up. Thank you. Okay. All right, and that brings us to our next big thing, and that is Knives Out. Every single actor and actress in the world is in Knives Out, and now we officially have the title for the movie. Knives Out 2 will be called Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery. Glass Onion? It's the worst fucking title Honestly, God, I should be more excited about this. When you said Knives Out 2 was the next one coming, I'm like, hasn't there already been two? (laughs) I don't know. I should be more excited. Ryan Johnson's pretty good, talented guy. Um, I think I was just a little disappointed by the first one of all the hype, 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 hype. So, you know, I'll see it. All right. Um, well, what about uh, Squid Game? That's a big thing right now for Netflix. They know something good when they have it. They don't have enough good things. Um, they greenlight Squid Game Season 2. The creator is saying it's 50-50 that it gets done. But Really? I think that the money is going to be there to make sure that it does get done. It'll get done. Uh, and then beyond that, they have a... Squid Game The Challenge, which I don't think has anything to do with the actual The Challenge, is one of my favorite shows. Um, But it's going to be a reality TV show, and it's going to be the largest reality TV show of all time with 456 competitors. Yeah, and like actually 5 million on the line. Um, Yeah, it's going to be pretty crazy. I don't know. I think this is a weird idea. Um, I think it's going to get sketchy, uh, but I'm guessing it will bring in the ratings and that's, I'm sure what they care about. So go for it. What if they did it somewhere where they actually like killed? Um, I think that there should be some kind of danger to your, um, health, but not that could kill you. Yeah. Mm, 
Yeah, those are yeah, that's too fine. That's too edgy. There's no such thing as like danger to your health, but no one dies. Like that's you know what I mean? Oh, fear factor. If you've ever watched the show Alone, that definitely has that. Or Fear Factor. You're right. Alone has that. Yeah, you're right. Alone, they're like, yeah, your heart rate has slowed down drastically, and you're down to 3% body fat, which could be (laughs) lethal, and you're freezing to death, and you have frost, and then they're like, we're going to have to let you stay for just a few more days. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be out there in three days to check on you. You have one piece of salted fish left. Enjoy. Uh, Or the reverse was the the guy that was so hungry that he hoarded all of his food, which is like a symptom of like being starved to death. You overhoard food. That was wild. Such a good show. All right, uh, finally, one of the funniest people on television, Nathan Fielder, has an HBO sh- show coming out in July called The Rehearsal. I have no idea what the show is going to be about, but I totally believe in Nathan Fielder. If anyone watched the show, Nathan, for you, it is so hilarious. His his bit of being kind of an idiot who tries to persuade people to do things and never, ever, 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 ever break is yep. so funny to me. Um, he is so comfortable being in uncomfortable situations, and that's what makes him brilliant. And so I'm just curious where his next project here, now on HBO Max, will I'm excited too. The only thing that I thought was interesting is that he's doing what seems to be a scripted drama or a scripted comedy. Dramedy, I'm sure, right? Um, he seems to have thrived in like reality, you know, hidden camera type of like real people, real world situations, right? So it's weird that he's doing something totally different. I don't know that he can, I mean, he can clearly act, but it's different, isn't it? It's like, um, can the people in Jackass act because they can like act crazy in front of a bunch of random people and keep it going? Um, I don't know. I mean, I'd, I'd give Johnny Knoxville a shot like I had in that one movie. Yeah, I guess he can the act. Rundown. No. The rundown. Uh, no, 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 that wasn't a rundown. It was, uh, Oh, damn it. Mm. I can't think of it. Yeah. It's close enough to the rundown that when you said the rundown, I just said, yep. Yeah. yeah. Down and out. Run it up. It was the, it was the casino uh, that was like robbing the town and like serving up drugs to all those people. And mm. I got to look it up now. I'll be back with you okay. in a moment. Yeah. You look yeah. it up. All right. Well, I, I do care. I'm excited. It's just not the project that I expected him to do next. But good. Let's see it. I have all the faith. Let's go. I mean, did you see the image of it with him and the weird, fake, creepy-looking family? Right. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. How do we know it's a, a fictional show? I guess I don't know. How do you know he doesn't just invite people over and try to get them to invest in his robot family? <laughs> that, now I'm really back in board. And, and the robots are, like, back. constantly doing inappropriate stuff and, like, fucking with people, and it's kind of scary to the people there. <laughs> I don't know. I would. It would be must-watch television. Dude, I hope that's what it is. That's perfect okay. the movie was right. walking tall with the rock oh yeah not bad not bad I movie i didn't see it because the rock was that's probably you missed I out i haven't seen like any rock movies because they're all bad mm. false rundown's good though <laughs> when was that that was so long ago it's like his second movie with rosario dawson and sean william scott christopher walken ever heard of him do you remember when he no was fun. the mummy king or whatever the Oof. scorpion king the scorpion king Ugh. maybe the worst cg that's ever been put in a, a major budget movie it was it was problem. All right, guys, it's time to move on to Hot Rex and Not Rex. And this week, we actually like Kenobi. Yeah. Ryan, did you watch it? Are you just cranky? I did. You just watch I know. it? Okay. No, I, I watched it. Yeah, I liked it. I mean, you know, they open with like the like the prequel era Anakin and Obi. That was cool. That does it for me. It works. You know, I get into that. And they it felt like the funny thing is, though, 
is that the show is kind of peaking by doing exactly the same level as the prequel. And I'm like, didn't we everyone hate the prequels? But now it's kind of nostalgic, so we're into it. I mean, that's kind of a bad sign. But I did really, really enjoy the episode. I thought it was the best episode by quite a bit. Um, and it was it was good. Yeah, there was some silly stuff that took me out of it. Uh, they can't seem to like, like, is there nobody in the writer's room that's like, stands up and is like, hang on a second, wouldn't they just do this instead? And then everyone's like, oh yeah, let's not have, you know what, that doesn't make sense. I think but, that they are doing that. Like someone is like, guys, we're gonna mess the show up. This doesn't make sense. And then everyone's like, dude, it's Princess Leia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's like, of the explanation. Course. Yeah, dude, she's Princess Leia. She can just do everything magically already as a small child. Yeah, and of course they would design all these important electronics in a place where no adult can get to. I will just say this. Listen, Jimbo, anytime you can stuff a boatload of wires that nobody can see or understand what they mean, that's the way you're going to design a rebel base. Like that's how. Like you don't have time to do it the right way. You know, there's 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 no there's no cable porn. Yeah, there's no door to fix them that a normal person could fit in. Only a very small child could ever I mean, to that. be fair, to be fair, there could be an entire race of electrician aliens that built the place and they were managing it mm. to their size, okay? Don't don't be human-centric. Don't be, should have you know, alienophobic. Should have explained that. Um, yeah, I do like it. I'm excited for the last episode. It's been a little underwhelming, but overall it's been... Yeah, it should be. A, I mean, I hope for a, a good finish. The, the Vader stuff was... A lot better in this episode than anything we've seen yet. Um, I would put this Vader stuff just one step below the short scene we got in Rogue One. Um, but a mile above the first time we saw him in episode three, which I think was pretty overrated. And like the way people like raved about that scene, I was like, that was pretty cheesy shit the first time we saw Vader. So Yeah, I think that um Vader, they just need a Vader. Like they just everyone is just dying to see Vader in action. It's been just sprinkled in forever and yeah. this was cool. This was a a cool payoff. And I thought that the stuff with Hayden Christensen, um, the, the throwback scene stuff was, and how that kind of weird story. So I, I thought they kind of gave us some of the things that we really wanted from the show in this episode. And even if it wasn't perfect, that felt good. Yeah. Well, and, and I think they lend, you know, everyone was talking about like, well, they pretty much ruined this, the uh, fight scene in a new hope with Vader being more powerful than Obi-Wan. Well, like from the Jedi perspective, they kind of did a good job of of resetting that because Anakin was able to kind of anticipate Vader's every move just based on his previous behavior. Um, even though he had significant, like Vader had significantly more firepower uh, at his disposal, Anakin was sort of able to outwit him. And, you know, so I think the whole like retconning, you know, that piece is debunked now. I agree that this was a fantastic episode of Star Wars television, like trying mm-hmm. to qualify it with that. I think it was really yeah. good. I think it's okay. up there with some of the best Mando episodes. Good. Um, if not, you know, like, you know, again, there's some silly stuff that is just like, how do they not have like a teenager in the room being like, what, what, why? Like somebody's kid that's like writing it. Like, why would they say that? That doesn't make any sense because mm-hmm. this and that. Anyway. Um, but yeah, overall, I thought the show was back. Um, I think if this had been episode three, we'd be talking about a different, you know, a different show altogether. It would be reaching James's greatest show of all time. Um, mm. maybe, maybe too little too late in, yeah. in terms of that regard before they like really, uh, ramped everything up. But yeah, overall good episode. All right. Miss Marvel on Disney plus is this show doing it for you? Ryan, how much did you watch? I watched the whole episode. The whole, okay. or, sorry. I watched the whole first episode. Right. Me too. Me too. Um, 
I, I think it's like pretty good for who it's for. I don't know who that is. Not I think it's for, for the people who like, I'm going to mess this name up and someone's going to roll their eyes at me. Um, to all the boys I loved before or something like that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. The, the show with like the Asian Asian teenager that's like yeah. dating and stuff. Like, yeah, it's dating for the first time. Well, and, like, it's the never, it's never have I ever the Mindy Kaling show too. Yeah, mm-hmm. same, literally like the same thing. It's that kind of um like Netflix kind of like teen, mm-hmm. you know. Also, like, I don't know. I, I think that's kind of the crowd. I think they're actually trying to reach out to a different crowd, maybe a younger crowd, maybe a more diverse crowd, maybe a you know a crowd that is into a different type of comedy or a different type of show. And I like that. And I think it's cool. And like, this is what you get to do if you're Disney mm-hmm. and you have your own streaming service. And I don't know, you know, like if it's for me, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I might. If I get bored enough, I might turn on episode two. So there you go. It's definitely not for us, but I think I kind of want to watch the second episode to see where it goes. Yeah. All right. What about uh, Love, Death and Robot? Oh, hell yeah. Uh, crushed season three in a couple days right after you guys left. And, um, you know, some of them are a little like, okay, that was fine. And then some right. of them are like, holy shit. Like I still could... thinking about them. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I think Jimbo, you nailed it. It's the, it's the second one. And then the last two and eight are standouts. And wow. Like standouts of like, compared to like just other TV in general. Anything. You're like, yeah. yeah. I yeah, mean, for sure. The animation in the last one, I mean, I already talked about the second one with David Fincher and the sea monsters and stuff. Just a great story, cool animation, like well done. Everything was great, right? But the last one, just the animation itself was so fucking mind-blowingly weird that I couldn't take my eyes away from it. Like there was this kind of like um, sprite sea creature woman. I don't know how to describe her, right? Lady of the Lake type of shit back in medieval times. Very and when she's like late, dancing yeah. and moving, it's the creepiest, weirdest thing I've ever fucking seen. And I was like scared and interested and just like, I don't know. It, it, I liked the show so much almost just because of all the different animation styles you get. You're going to see something you've never seen before. And I just thought this one hit. Everything happened so fast that your brain was like constantly processing like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, oh. And then, you know what I mean? Like your brain. like The the motion capture they did was so smooth. I've never seen anything like it. The show was like 15 seconds ahead of your brain. At, yeah. at all times. And so your brain was constantly like taking in what it was seeing and then like kind of piecing it together. But then until something else happened, you didn't figure out what had happened 15 seconds earlier. And it was it was just wild. It was a great trip. So cool. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I loved it. I think this show is came out of fucking left field a few years ago. Nobody still nobody talks about it. I think it's brilliant. Can't wait for it's- more. It's must watch only for the fact that you can watch the whole season in like an hour and four minutes. <laughs> exactly. Yep. All right. What's this RRR? Oh, dude, what a what a weird movie. Um, watch this on the plane on my phone. Okay. It's a it's like Bollywood, but it's not. They call it Tollywood. I guess it's like not Bollywood. It's like filmed in a different thing, but it's a bunch of Hindi people. Okay. And this movie was wild. It's long. It's an epic. It's like three hours long, two and a half hours long. It's subtitled, okay? What? (laughs) It's starring people you've never heard of for sure. I mean, it's like a bunch of Hindi actors. um, And it's like pretty much the story is like it's a period piece. And it's set like in the revolution of like the Indians from on the Brits. And they this is like dunking on the Brits. It's like their victory lap. Okay, it's very like national pride that you know, these different like 
I don't want to call them tribes because I'm sure that's not what they are, okay? But they're different groups of Hindis that rose up, came together, kicked the British's ass. Very cool. But dude, the movie is like, it's got everything, man. It's got dance sequences that are like actually fun to watch and crazy. The actors there are so much more talented than here. They're like all ripped. They can act. They all have to sing and they all have to dance like really, really well. And the action sequences are bonkers. I mean, you know, like you've seen some of these clips from like really cheesy looking Bollywood movies where they're like jumping the helicopter and it's like making fun of it. So it's a little bit like that, but like if it was good and fun to watch. And I can't believe it, but this is a wreck. Wow. Um, It has, the only reason I watched it is because it had some crazy Rotten Tomato score and it deserves it. I give it a fresh. So did everybody else. Uh, Plus, I didn't really know like some of the history, so that was fun. (laughs) There's definitely shit where you'll roll your eyes, but there's also shots where you'll just like, I I was on the plane and I would just be like, oh my, what the fuck? Like I was like really enjoying myself. So dude, RRR, which I think is like Rise, Roar, Revolt or something. I don't know. Who cares? Um, The movie is a wreck, dude. It's, I don't know if any of you guys are ever going to watch it or have the patience for it, but I was stuck on a plane and it was perfect. I think they need to add that fourth R. Rise, they could. roar, revolt. It's a wreck. It's a rewatch too. No, it's not a re- it's a right. one-time watch, but uh, I enjoyed RRR on Netflix. Uh, go check it out. I think you guys, you would actually enjoy it. All right. Ryan, you watched Prehistoric Planet. Oh my God. This show is awesome. This is on Apple Plus. This is a David Attenborough narrated CGI dinosaur jerk fest. Like this is Ooh. this is CGI finally like coming together and they're basically recreating dinosaurs and all different types, water, land. They're visiting different um, areas of the planet and what they may have looked like at the time between like the coasts and the deserts and things like that and what dinosaurs existed there. They're doing the same shit that they do for planet Earth, um, except it's prehistoric planet. And it's like, oh, here come all the baby turtles out of the nest. Oh, there's something hunting them. Is that guy going to make it to the ocean or not? And then you're like rooting for the baby turtle. But it's a dinosaur chasing them and shit? Yeah. And it's all like... It's like, but it's like baby T-Rex, you know? Um, Do the dinosaurs look fake or cool? They look cool. They look great. It like, it doesn't take you out of it. And, you know, it doesn't take you where you're like, okay, that's a cartoon dinosaur. Mm -hmm. This actually looks really well, like good. It looks real. The water looks real. The dinosaurs look real. The shit looks awesome. Like this is something. Oh, go ahead. Are you like, wait, so his best friends are three raptors and they ride on his motorcycle with him? (laughs) Come on, Blue! (laughs) So... Please, no. No, there's not that. But, like, they just do a really good job of, of... just kind of explaining the like the histrionics of like each type of species. They don't get into like there's this one and this one and, and, and they get a little specific, but it's like, oh, this is a huge giant sea creature. Uh, and then here's all these other sea creatures that kind of live symbiotically with it. You know, here's this on land thing and it eats meat and this eats vegetables and it's really cool. Uh, it looks really good. And I think that's the most important part. Like you learn a little bit along the way, but it's more visually appealing than anything else I've ever seen. Uh, dinosaur wise. All right. I think I'm going to watch it. My kids. It's a, enjoy, it's a wreck. Oh, dude. Did, with your kids? Yes. And they loved it. The kid, right. like your kids will absolutely go nuts for it. Mine are a little bit younger than yours. So maybe their yours aren't quite as into like dinosaurs and stuff like that, but it's still pretty cool to watch. They're more into like Duke Nukem. Probably. Yeah. Juice, Juice World <laughs> and Duke Nukem is their life. Yeah. All right. That's sweet. Um, Secrets of Dumbledore. Jim, I think you watched this finally. Yeah. I watched that one on the plane as well on the way out. Um, 
Dude, what are they doing with these movies, man? The whole, like, this is stuff we should really care about. They're really getting into the meat of, you know, Dumbledore's past life and the stuff with his sister, which was always, like, pretty cool and mysterious. The stuff with um, his brother, which we only found out, like, later in the novels, which was all cool. All that stuff was in there, and I think I cared about that. But they also had to make it, what, about fantastic creatures, And so key to the plot, very key to like, you know, the dark wizard trying to take over is like magical creatures, like two or three of them that were very important and they had to pigeonhole all all that in. And so, you know, they try to find a way to make Newt relevant. Um, Oh, God, no. It's, I mean, it, yeah, it's very much about Newt still, you guys. Without without spoiling the movie for us, tell us what works and what. uh, Jude still works. Mads works. Um, I didn't cut out. That's it. That's it. So when it's just (laughs) Dumbledore and Grindelwald, it's really freaking... It's actually pretty... Well, I wouldn't even say that. I mean, like, that's pretty good. It's like... It's good. It's like a beast. It's like a C roll from like one of the Harry Potter movies there. And then the rest is like, like Jesus Christ. So, you know, they have to get stuck in a big, like a prison with like a scorpion guard that's huge. And it's like that, you know... Dude, it's a heist movie. I'm done with these movies. They're making heist movies where they're putting the crew together... Yeah. And they're going off to do the thing and have oh, this was spent- this very much was assembling a team and then who's yeah. gonna flip sides and you know, I just I'm done with them. This movie was so boring. By the time it ended, which you know, they had a finale, like you could tell this was the climax of the movie, it felt like it ended at like what should be about halfway point of a movie. You know how like they'll have like a mini resolution and then it builds toward the like the larger problem where you like move on. That's what it felt like. So, um, this is not a wreck. It's rotten to me. It's like a 40, 40 wow. out of a hundred. Yeah. That's really sucks. Bad. You give every, you overrate every movie. So this is really damning. <laughs> That's your opinion. I properly well, rate every movie. No, but you're, you're to me, but yeah. Well, but you're, I am you're, you're forgiving, your more forgiving is, than most. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're a populist movie guy, but maybe yeah. this doesn't even fit that category. Uh, no. You put Spider-Man three in the seventies and you gave this movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's because I enjoyed watching that movie. It's all about context. <laughs> this I didn't enjoy watching. My point it's all is about just context. Context. Yeah. It's damning. It should be. Okay. All right. I would love um, for you guys to watch it. I hope you do at some point. It's on HBO. You can go I'll watch, watch it. That's, that's Eric, fine. please, and just tell me what you think. I will. All right, uh, Ryan, Barry, it's your favorite show of all time. Uh, three finale. Um, I don't think any either of you have watched it, so I'm not going to say anything other than I would put this season finale up against any of the best season finales of television ever. Holy shit. And I'm, I'm trying not to be hyperbolic. I'm saying it's up there with Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones season finales. It's up there. Holy, I mean, it's up there. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not, I'm, I don't want to get into it, mm. but buckle yourself into your couch does it, and Does go. it make it seem like it's going to be hard to wait for the next season? I mean, is it like just that momentous or is it, I, I, I guess I, you can even tell me that. It's 27 minutes. It's not that long. Wow. Just fucking do it, man. It is, all right. it is a treat, uh, kind of. <laughs> oh. Oh Jesus! Okay, yeah, I'm gonna watch that tonight after we pod. I'm excited about that one. I just, I think, you know, lots of lots of people have already written um, articles and tweets, and uh, Barry is no longer a comedy. And I think after this season, that's a fair assessment. Wow. Yeah, but there's still like fun, like there's going to be cool, absurd moments always that will make you laugh. Yeah, and I think I that's so. where you'll still get some comedy. But oh yeah, it's very serious shit. I mean, but sort of like Breaking Bad had those two, where you're like, that's kind of funny that that happened. Like Walt and Jesse, like fist fighting on the floor 
you know, or yeah. something like that. You're but right. ultimately, the show was not funny. But there were funny moments. And I think mm-hmm. that's where Barry is. Okay. All right. And you both watched Hustle with our guy, Ann Edwards. What do you think? Ooh. He was the best part, right? Dude, EGOT. EGOT coming in. Like, imagine we have a <laughs> an uh, Oscar-winning NBA champion in Minnesota. That would top He's going to win the ESPY. He'll win the ESPY for, like, you know, best appearance in a movie, right? So he'll get that. Well, they have I don't that, know. They, they know. have ESPYs Watch- for everything. But Wancho might win that if it's if it's best sports appearance in a movie because he was kind yeah. of a leading role. <clears throat> yeah, he didn't have to do much, so did he? He just kind of had to stand there. Um, dude, I really liked this movie. This movie is all heart. It's very straightforward. It's not like twisty, you know. It's just a very pure everyman sports movie, and I loved it. It's very like if you enjoy the NBA at all, you will like it a lot. If you don't, you'll still enjoy it. Um, I think I put this like, you know, I'm not a huge sports movie guy, so I'm going to put this in my top 10 instantly of sports movies, which is not that hard to do. It's, it's also not a fun movie, right? I mean, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's a very challenge, like, it's challenging, right? I mean, yeah. kind of like what, what they were going through. So, um, this movie has a lot of heart. Uh, it's very meaningful. It's very, um, like it's emotional. You always like those movies where you're constantly rooting for someone to seed despite their imperfections. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is per- a perfect encapsulation of that. Yeah. This movie is great. I give it, do you want to rot it? Rotten tomatoes score it, Ryan? I give it like a 75, but, okay. but I mean that in the sense of like, uh, it's got, it's not perfect. It's not perfect. Like the acting. There's almost no perfect. actual actors in it. The, the only actor <laughs> is Adam Sandler. And if you I mean, call got, him that, which he does a good job. But Queen Latifah is a rapper, so let's not count her. But she's mostly she's the an next actress closest now. thing. <clears throat> but she's also not in it that much. Right. Um, and then it's like Kenny Smith and Wancho and yeah. Wancho's mom, who might be the second best actress <laughs> in the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, you know, you got Aunt Edwards, you got other NBA players like Trey Young, like that have speaking yeah. parts. And, um, that that part's all like I mean again like if you're an NBA junkie NBA nerd that shit's hilarious and fun to think about mm-hmm. like these guys doing all these you know tryouts and workouts like with Boban Maravianic or whatever Boban gets laughs Boban like, he's great yeah. um dude I really enjoyed this movie I think it's, I give it an eighty one I think it was it was really good the, you fine. know. I, like the acting can be so bad at times it pulls you out of it, but you also know it's like, well, that's, you know, Paul Pierce or something trying to deliver a line. It's just a cool moment. Who cares? Yeah. And Ben Foster's great. Um, yep. Gene Hackman, I think. Is that who it yeah. was? The the owner? Yeah. Anyway, pretty great film overall. Fun, lighthearted. Like you don't, you know, not serious, but a great Ant watch. steals a show. His his are the best moments. If you're not, if you're not watching it as a, as a Minnesota sports fan. Uh, you need to. Yeah, his name's Kermit. <laughs> Kermit. Great. Yeah. So good. Well, that leads us right into our sports cast. Uh, so tune into our sports cast later where we'll talk about all the action of summer sport. And believe me, there's plenty of it. So it's going to be jam-packed. Golf. <laughs> lacrosse. NBA seven-minute pod. Wild stuff happening in the world of the Stanley Cup. Um, all kinds of good stuff. We'll be talking sports, so tune into that. Um, but until then, thanks for hanging out with us here at the Norris Podcast. You're good friends here at the Norris Podcast. We'll see you guys.